Coming up, big concerns about media transparency just will not go away. Hello and welcome to ID.com's Media Snack, episode 44. Um, so transparency, media transparency is not going away. Um, everything is about transparency right now. There's loads of things. Today we're going to focus on a few of the, of the many stories that are out there at the moment. Uh, all coming up on Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a sandwich. So first off, uh, Lots of stories about transparency. Yeah. Uh, this thing's not going away, of course it's not, uh, because now advertisers are starting to get smart and make, uh, make decisions and take action. Um, one of the most interesting things that has come, happened this week was a story out of Japan. That's right. Um, where Toyota and Dentsu, who have a relationship going back, I think, since the Second World War, yeah, it goes back right. like 50 odd years. Um, seem to be somewhat at uh, a disagreement over the way that the agency's been charging for media, digital media. Yeah, so this is, this is a, an amazing story. Dentsu is the biggest advertiser by country mile in, in Japan. It accounts for 25% of the 65 billion that is spent in, in advertising in Japan. And its founding client, Toyota, mm. they've had a relationship, as you said, since World War II. Uh, Anyway, Toyota have accused Dentsu or uh, some of Dentsu's digital agency of overbilling. Yeah. Okay. Overcharging them. Overcharging them yeah. uh, for inventory, we think. Yeah. Uh, but not just recently, over the last five years. Mm. And, uh, you know, obviously this has uh, put at odds the, the deep trust and the deep relationship that has been established, you know, for decades yeah. uh, between these two massive, massive businesses. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting, particularly, I mean, it's most interesting to those of us that, you know, are close to the media industry, because Japan, just because it's Japan, uh, because it's a market where there's very little media auditing. That's right. Uh, majority of... Uh, rebates where they exist in market are retained by the agency. Mm -hmm. uh, there's often contracts between advertiser and their agencies and these are full service media buying and advertising digital yeah. agencies. Sometimes they even own some of the media that they're buying on behalf of the client. So mm -hmm. there's always been potential, huge potential for conflicts of interest in Japan yeah. but it was a, a market built on trust yeah. and advertisers in Japan trust their agencies and it's worked like that for many many years and there's never really been any stories of any agency acting untoward or not in the interest of its agency and this is the first time it's come out in a major way yeah. which is a massive uh, a massive deal because in a market which is which has relied on trust uh, and a gentleman's agreement in place of any deep contracts and auditing yeah. uh, that has been now revealed to be a bit more fragile than it, than it Absolutely. was Absolutely. And, and what, what I think is particularly worrying uh, for perhaps Dentsu is that, you know, the concern has been raised by their most uh, precious client. Mm. Now, if you're not Toyota, yet you are the one of thousands of brands and advertisers that work with Dentsu, yep. you'd also be, you know, making some very uh, alarming phone calls at the moment. Um, yeah. Because if, if Dentsu have been uh, untoward and 
practicing in an opaque way with their most precious client, you know, you'd, you'd have concerns about the way that they're operating with you as a business as yeah. well. Yeah. So I'd imagine that there's a number of uh, very heated and challenging phone calls taking place in, in Tokyo around now. Yeah. So this is something that will follow. Um, I mean, it just it flows nicely onto um, you know thinking about other markets in the world. I mean, this, as I say, this is the first thing that's come out of Japan of any significance. Um, you know, we think that the information was leaked. Uh, it will be interesting to see whether you know there are other leaks that start to happen either from advertisers or agencies. Um, you know, as these. You know, these tensions in the relationship start to emerge. Um, you know, we saw obviously issues coming out of the US, not least highlighted by the ANA reporting last year. Issues last year in uh, in Australia, which caused some yeah. kind of consternation. Uh, there's been some you know challenges in the UK, just over agency share deals and things like that. Right. Changes of of legislation across Europe, different European countries when it comes to management of rebates. It's you know the demand from an advertiser to get greater transparency yeah. over the way their agencies operate has never been higher. That's right. Um, been, you know, there continues to be a lot of denial from the, on the agency side. Um, some of the press has even reported uh, the Dentsu Media CEO, Jerry Bullman, um, you know, continuing to dismiss the, the, the allegations made in the A&A mm. rebate report. And this was uh, actually before before yeah. then the, it, you know the, this, this, this exposure right. now so um, they're obviously going to have to account for yeah. you know how important they think trust and transparency actually is to the relationship given that there's questions over them right yeah. now but I think I think the ANA report did two things um, the first was that it raised media's profile within the yeah. corporate agenda but secondly it made people more aware of practices and mm. so they are and have become more likely to spot and question when things just don't seem right. Yep. Uh, and I think that's probably what's happened uh, in, in the case of, of Toyota in Japan. So let's just think, from a marketer's perspective, you know, when these things come out, yeah. right? I mean, there's been a lot of attention on the US this mm. year and different parts of the world, but this is now Japan. It's another yeah. one, another thing that's popped up. For, as a global marketing head or a CMO, media director, I mean, what should you be thinking? Do you just react to these things? What can you be doing proactively? Um, I don't think you do react to these things. I think, you know, they've now, you know, spent the last six months getting their house in order, uh, understanding kind of where they are contractually, where they are in terms of exposure to audit or mm. lack of audit. Um, what I think brands should be doing now, marketers should be doing now, is putting in place a roadmap to bring more control internally. Mm and begin to ask themselves some interesting and perhaps tricky questions. So, yeah. you know, what is your ambition for media? What does media do to grow your business? Mm. If you can't answer that, then you're never going to be able to get the best out of the agency. But if you can, mm. you should be able to define what role you want your agency to play yeah. in delivering against that objective. Yeah. And if you've got that as a platform, then things become easier. You yeah. know, you're able to establish a good contract that delivers against your requirements from your agency. You can put in place an infrastructure, an organisational structure that uh, is reflected then by your agency partner, so you get the best out of both. Yeah. Um, so I think answering those two questions internally, bringing back control, uh, I think is probably what most marketing leaders, if they already don't do that, yeah. should, be, should be doing now. Yeah. 
That's good advice. I mean, I think the uh, one of the things that we should say is uh, in a couple of weeks, I think on the 5th of October, we're running another um, media transparency workshop. Um, we'll leave details below. I think it's at 3 p.m. UK time, which is 10 a.m. Eastern time. So if you want to join us for that, uh, do, because we're going to dig into some of these things. Let's go right back to the basics. You know, uh, the contract, of course, should reflect and detail the spirit and, and the, uh, the nature of the relationship between the advertiser and the agency. And that has to be robust and that you can rely on it. But you can't just take a template of a contract or somebody else's contract and do that because the requirements, as you say, of the advertiser for, me, for a media perspective are, are very different. Yeah. Uh, and in our experience, in many businesses that, that don't have a point of view on media, mm. they really don't, despite spending hundreds of millions of dollars That's on right. media, will see it somewhat as a cost to the business. Mm and something which can be delegated off to the agency. And I think that, you know, this is, that's inherent in perhaps some of the issues yeah. that we're seeing in, in Japan, particularly, but in other markets, which is uh, you know, a, a client like Toyota, in, in, with great goodwill and trust of the agency, just kind of delegating off responsibility yeah. for, for oversight of that spend to the agency. Yeah. And then five years later, so no surprise perhaps, yeah you know, they're finding out things that they maybe wouldn't have done had they had more control yeah. uh, over that money. So getting that control, you've got to design it. Um, you've got to come right back to understand what media is going to do for the business, Absolutely. I think, and then, and then work through that. So uh, we'll, we'll run through that in the, in the workshop. So please join us uh, in a couple of weeks. Okay, that's all for this week. Thank you very much for watching. Bye for now. Have a good weekend.